What's going on, everybody? Hi. Hey. Hey. Hello. It's that late night. Mm. That's right. Good it's morning. Them, it's them 3 a.m. Them 3 a.m. boys back at you. This podcast goes up at 3 a.m. Does it? It does. Fucking crazy. Right? That's called synergy, That's my dude. That's wild shit. Recorded damn close to 3 p.m. Mm. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. goes up. Our best calls and callers love to call in at 3 a.m. Yep. Uh, we got a couple of those in the can. I love it. Jeff, welcome back. It's great to be back. Yeah, we had uh, we had one Dave Nalaska come by last week. Nice. To, uh, talk a little business. He yeah. gave a nice, real, sincere kind of, you know, talk to the community about how much we enjoy what we do and, and how it's the community's reason that we're here. But mm-hmm. we're not going to have any of that this week. That's right. Hell no. Jeff, what's the worst thing you ate in L.A.? Uh, the worst thing I ate in L.A., um, I... Hmm. I got a pizza from room service. Nice. And it's not so much that the pizza was bad. It's that it might as well have been a billion dollars. <laughs> right. Room service already, like, you, you expect, like, hey, this is going to be a little more expensive. It's a premium, you know. Yeah, I'm getting it delivered okay, to my room. I understand. And also you expect, but also the thing I expect is that also the food's going to be mediocre at best. Sure. Because it's room service. I've never had anything other than a room service breakfast, and I yeah I'm room, breakfast they too. usually don't fuck up. Yeah. Sometimes though, you get like a bad run of potatoes. Yeah, uh, and and that's pretty pretty rotten. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it's probably the, the I did it to myself. Uh, everything else was like fairly fairly light. Fair though, I, you know, there was one event I was at where I drank a coffee. Yeah, and then I felt like I was gonna pass out. All right, and I had to go outside. You know, where it was cooler and just fucking like cool down for a while. I was like, I, there's no games out here. I can breathe. Yeah, that's yeah, that's part of it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a very expensive and very underworld. Which of course, you know, like get especially the type of pizza I like. I you know, I think that uh, I like to get macaroni and cheese. I'm a macaroni and cheese fan. I'm a fan of macaroni and cheese. Let's say. But the problem with getting it from room service at a hotel is that everyone tries to fancy up macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't need it. No. It's, there's a reason it's just fucking macaroni and cheese. It's like, you know, and, and to a certain extent, you can get there. Like, you know, oh, we put a little, like, bread crumble on top. Like, sure. Okay, yeah, sure. Bacon I, I, pieces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fine. But then they're like, we put five cheeses in this thing, and we did this to it, and this to it. And at some point, they've layered so much on it that it's just like... It's not what I'm looking for anymore. Sure. I I will say there's a place in, in Oakland called Homeroom, uh, famous for their mac and cheese. Uh, that's kind of all they do is like mac and cheese and okay. sides you would eat with a mac and cheese, like a potato or a Brussels sprout or whatever. Hamburger? What do you, I don't think. Uh, is a hamburger a side? If you're if macaroni like, and cheese is the main thing, <laughs> why not flip the script? Yeah, I think you, that's you what got a side of steak. Yeah. Um, but uh, they do have a buffalo chicken mac and cheese that i i am of the same boat i give me just a good like three cheese mac and cheese like yeah. two to three cheese yeah. mac and cheese yeah. i'll take that nine times out of ten but the spicy buffalo mac mac and cheese with like pieces of little fried chicken in there with some hot sauce i got something i, I got that. something like that as a microwavable item mm-hmm. not that long ago mm-hmm. that actually came out a lot better than i would have expected um but yeah, you know, I, I don't want expensive, fancy macaroni and cheese. Like that's not, that's at some point, like you're getting it because it's like a specific type of comfort food and you're on the road and they're like, oh no, no, you haven't had it our way. I'm like, no, fuck you. Come on. This, this food talk is getting me flustered. I had, I had managed to suppress it, but I, I just need to get it off my chest last night. Uh-huh. I wanted to make, I, I will typically uh, make kind of a, my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday lunches, on a Monday evening, and I was like, I'm going to make chili. I'm going to go in here. I got mm-hmm. like two packs of ground beef. I got all these tomatoes. Oh, I went to town. I was going to try a pump. There was a little pumpkin in there. Okay. Like a pumpkin puree that I had read is really kind of kicks up chili. I had seasoned it perfectly. I've been working on this chili seasoning for like getting the ratios of everything down. Mm-hmm. I put it all in the pot. I was like, I'm going to leave this on the slow cooker overnight. Went to bed, woke up, I didn't plug the motherfucker in. So all that meat went bad. Yeah. Every that whole I was just threw away basically like a two pound pot of chili this morning into directly into the garbage. It was like 
you know, it's like thirty bucks for all yeah. the for all the shit I dropped on it. Yeah, that's uh, God. I wish I was eating chili right now. That's rough. Uh, I'm trying to think. Where would you even like it? Where do you even go for chili? I mean, you, obviously you make it yourself, but like, yeah, or you buy cans of it. But like, I'm or you get like a of, chili dog, but you yeah, can't really like like, like, like a, you, other Wendy's. Is there a place for, yeah, Wendy's has chili, but I wouldn't recommend. I don't want it. a finger in it. I no, remember that? No, that's yeah. I feel like that was the turning point of our society. Was the finger in the chili incident? Yeah. Like that was everything kind of pivoted on that. That was the was singularity. Like, everything's going good. Oh, everything's going bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and ever since then, uh, I don't think I've gotten chili at a Wendy's ever since then. Not because of that, but because it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Wendy's. A lot of people hold Wendy's as like the their A tier fast food place, and mm-hmm. I think a big part of it is the spicy chicken sandwich. As like kind of people will champion as that. There's as a lot one of talk of the best. about that thing lately. One of the best fast food sandwiches people have said. I, I had it for the first time last year. It is it is a good chicken sandwich. And I do prefer chicken sandwich, a fast food chicken sandwich to a fast food burger almost every time. But, you know, like, I think, I think fast food, I think the reason, like, whenever people come mm-hmm. to California and right. try In-N-Out and are always underwhelmed by it yeah. is because yeah. fast food in particular is such a thing that's tied with nostalgia, right? Like your parents take you out to McDonald's right. and shit like that. And if you don't grow up with it, it just doesn't hit you the same way. So I feel like the, my having my first spicy chicken sandwich as a 29-year-old isn't going to be nearly as much as if I, my mom had would like, on a, if I got a good report card, take us out to Wendy's. And yeah. Us, uh, uh, yeah, we, uh, we had the Wendy's was the closest to us growing up. So there was probably a, a fair amount of Wendy's uh, in, in my childhood. But I so I would put the Wendy's hamburger on the same level as the In-N-Out okay. hamburger, like similar in taste and structure and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, People like that bacon eater a whole lot. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't, I don't need it. I don't I don't I don't need to go to the to the extra level. I think that w- the where Wendy's fucked up is they f- they had good fries. They had like high tier like good to great french fries. And then they were like, we're leaving the skin on. And like, ah, fuck. They fucked up their french fries oh, yeah. and they're always limp lately. Like the, the past couple of times I've I've been to a Wendy's, it's been uh trash. I f- always forget that you get the French fries and it's just like this this watery, this damp, limp, skin on trash. Um, so they're they're uh, that's and also now they sell a vanilla frosty, not just a, that's been for a while now. Oh, but what they have flavored frosties now. I think I don't know if they have a strawberry. That seems like the natural third, but they definitely have a vanilla and it's bad. Oh no! Yeah, it's like you. It's a frosty's a frosty. You don't get flavors of frosty. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that just being unsuccessful trying to, you know, expand on the the thing that you're famous for. You yeah. know, yeah, that's a bummer. I I do like a vanilla milkshake almost as much as a chocolate. Yeah, milkshake, like so a vanilla malt even. But yeah. I, I just don't think they. I don't think they're doing it right. I think they're doing it wrong. I saw um, there was a pretty contentious. Let me see if I can pull it up. There's a pretty pretty contentious fast food fry ranking article mm. that was going around recently, and I believe it was number one was Arby's, with McDonald's being a very close second place. That's probably how I would put my personal. I would put a Jack in the Box up there as well. Okay, uh, yeah. But also, I if if a place has curly fries, I'm getting curly fries. So I don't know if this is like a specifically like standard French fry ranking because I couldn't tell you what Arby's regular fries taste like at all because I don't know if I've ever had them. Last place was In and Out, which is totally excusable. That is the worst. In and Out, yeah, restaurant. it's like fucking like, like In and Out sells two things and one of them is shit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Animal Style is good if you if you like pouring shit on. Uh, let's see, in the low tiers we got Sonic, Hardee's, Popeye. Burger King, White Castle. I like the Burger King fries. They're just so plain. Those are like the most kind of, in my mind, C minus fries of like, they're never, they're never going to be great. I think there was a time when Burger King might have been my favorite French fries. They used to be so good. Uh, Culver's, Raising Cane's, obviously a lot, not a lot of these are out here. Churches, Steak and Shake, A&W, and they're at top eight. Uh, Whataburger. Checkers, which I don't know what that is. Number six, Man. Taco Bell with the nacho fries. I've had the nacho fries and found them to be underwhelming. I've had them twice. One, it was really good. They were fresh. Like they were yeah. right out. You could tell they were hot and they were really good. And another mm-hmm. time they were just awful. 
Uh, Chick Fil A number three, Five Guys. This is probably my biggest problem with the list. I think the fry, the Five Guys fries are like undercooked mealy potato. You get like a billion of them, and they're sitting yeah, in the bag. Right, and they I, grease I, it up. I think I think Five Guys fries are like bottom. Yeah, I have not eaten at Five Guys in a long time. Um, so I, I don't remember, but but yeah, that that does sound right. Chick Fil A has the waffle cut fries. Uh, yeah, which I think also kind of like. Do you count those on the oh, same? So good. Chart? I remember. I remember the Carl's Jr. used to do the Chris yeah, Crutt. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and those were really. Did those they not were my do those anymore? Because I, 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 I don't know. Carl's Jr. is another place I don't go to very often. Um, you ever so, eat at a green burrito at a Carl's Jr.? Uh, just that one in Rona Park. <sighs> um, I uh, so I drove to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and stopped at the Del Taco that uh, has become the place where you stop, I guess. Uh, and they had uh, Beyond Meat. They had they had the right. They have the Beyond Tacos. Yeah, they had Beyond Tacos. They had uh, you know plant based meat product tacos, and I got some of those. And I got some of those, and I got a cheeseburger. And the fake meat in the tacos was definitely better than the real <laughs> meat on the cheeseburger. See, that's the thing. Like <clears throat> a lot of people are talking about, like, oh, when is fast food going to like really have all these options? Blah blah blah. Carl Jr. also has a Beyond Meat yeah. burger now. Uh, burger King has had, you can get like the Morning Star veggie burger forever. Oh, that's um, right, yeah. But I'm I'm more concerned about when fucking they all, when it gets to a point and they all realize like, oh, we can just swap out all the meat with this fake shit. Because like the Taco Bell tacos are already 50% soy or something. Totally, yeah. It's, and yeah. it's just like, oh, yeah, that's going to be like, in. I bet in like eight years, there's going to be very few actual meat offerings at fast food restaurants. Yeah, I mean, I, I yes, I I think the 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 meat alternatives are going to like come into fashion, or or they're going to be put upon people whether they want it or not. Right. Uh, I think that that's probably how how that'll go. It'll just be like a a scale thing, like at some point, because like also those tacos, those regular ass fucking Del Taco tacos were like three bucks. Oh. for the ones with fake meat okay so that's yeah that's you know like right now it's going to be that kind of item where they can charge more for it because it's new but also probably it's more expensive for them to produce but as that scales up and they're you know it's cheaper and easier to make more and more of the fake meat you know that at some point that has to cross a line where it's like actually significantly cheaper than than raising actual cattle and and, and that whole market um so yeah that's you know it'll be Soy and bug bits, mm. and we'll be living in the post-apocalypse. We'll be on a train. Yeah. Okay. Bugs. That does sound all right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that fake meat is fine. I like I like yeah. it in some cases. It's 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 different, but you know, like if I was looking at it specifically because I loved meat, but for whatever reason didn't want to eat meat, then you'd you'd be able to tell, and you'd be bummed out all all around the place, but. And someone was just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fake me. Why not? It's, I think it's good. Yeah, I was just actually talking to my partner about this yesterday who is a vegetarian. And I was talking about how I wish there were more good, low-carb fake meat options. Because that's sure. a, the thing is a lot of them are like very heavily carb-based, which right. is something I'm trying to avoid. Well, they try to offset. They're like, oh, we got to flavor the fuck out of these yeah. things because it's not real meat. And yeah, uh, it doesn't, doesn't automatically make it healthy in the way that you think it might. Um I think that's the that's the thing with like a lot of vegan options and vegetarian options, right? Is like people think that like, oh, well, I'm eating vegan, so I'm definitely eating healthy. But it's like, no, you're having five salads, <laughs> right, with as much dressing as you can possibly pour on them. <laughs> like you're you're not doing this right. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a messy situation. But I, you know, hey, nothing wrong with fake meat. No, and, and I, yeah, I thought th- I did not. I have not tried the Carl's Jr. thing. I, I probably would. I definitely would. Whatever. I do a lot of cooking with soy riso. That stuff's mm. real good. Yeah. Yes. Soy riso is real good. You can, you can get a lot of good fake meat these days. I think yeah. we've, we talked. We mentioned that before, but it's, also that's the area, still like true. Our area is probably the best place in the world to get good fake meat options. Yeah, probably. But oh, this was like central fucking California. Yeah. You know, like a truck stop. Yeah. And they had it, and then uh, yeah. So I, I was a little actually surprised that they that they did have it. Um. So. We're here. We've got details on how you in the live chat can interact with us uh, via the ask a question button at the top of the page. 
or we're on Discord with the information that is right there. Discord seems to be working. Yeah. That, that laptop seems like it needs to be taken out back and hosed down or something. It's, <laughs> yeah, we need to power wash yeah, this bad boy. We've, we've definitely uh, been unkind to it. Uh, we, and go ahead. Uh, we got a phone. Say what I was about to say. We got a phone. We got a phone. And you know what? I wrote out the number. Okay, let's hear it. 707-EXIT-FLU is where you can reach us. That's 707-394-8358. Great. Punch that into your phone. Wait about 12 hours and then give us a call. <laughs> 3 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, it's 3 a.m. in Europe right now. Somebody chimed in on the chat. Great. Like, Fuck yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be 3 a.m. It's three. It's always 3 a.m. somewhere. It's 3 a.m. somewhere with the boys. That's right. Uh, uh, you want to hear one of those voicemails we were talking about? Let's hear one of those about? voicemails. I love these voicemails. Okay. Let's do it. Hey, 3 a.m. boys, it's Alice in Los Angeles. How come we stopped getting all those good, stupid, third-party, like, novelty controllers for consoles? I remember, like, PS2, they had, like, a Dragon Quest slime and all kinds of random shit. Is it just that the wireless parts are too expensive? Like, we barely even get new Joy-Con colors anymore. Like, what the hell happened? Thanks. Definitely see less of that. I think some of the, uh, well... You know, Mad Cats went through some very dark times. True. Um, what's the the company that went under? Well, yeah, I guess that was Mad well, Cats. Well, Mad, Mad Cats did and came yeah. back. And then there was another, uh, Nyko. They were a big purveyor of garbage controllers, but they weren't making the novelty ones usually. Um, I felt like that was like Hori or like a lot of stuff was coming out of Japan and getting imported and stuff where they're like, hey, we made this Dragon Quest slime controller. It's ridiculous, but cute. Um, I think I suspect that stuff just doesn't sell. Um, and, and, and that's why people have moved away from it. You know, there were people in the PS one era that were selling controllers that had fans in them and they were vented where your hands would go to like, keep your hands dry and cool and ready for fucking power gaming or whatever. Um, but I, I just suspect that there's just not a market for that stuff really. Um, you know, there was that chainsaw that came with resident evil for the oh, GameCube right. or there, or we, I, there was like a chainsaw controller. GameCube. It was just like terrible. Yeah. Like you, who would play anything with this? But it was awesome that they made it. There was the big Wu Tang W shaped controller that came out alongside that Wu Tang game, Shaolin style. Mm. Um, and I think that, I don't know if that came out in the US. That might have only been in the UK, but that was a bad controller. But I kind of want one. Jeff, uh, that reminded me, um, you saying Resident Evil reminded me of, of Resident Evil 4. I've heard um, of it. We got a quick look for the Switch uh, version of that game coming up. And uh, I th- I remember, you remember the Capcom 5? Yeah. It was kind of like a... Yeah, the five games that were people were like, this is Capcom's dedication to the GameCube, and this is going to take the GameCube over the top. Fuck Sony. Like, right, yeah. right, right. Jeff. Okay. Uh... Jeff, can you name all the five of the Capcom Five? Maybe. Hit me. I've already said one of them. Resident Evil Four. Correct. Pno Three. Correct. Beautiful Joe. Correct. Killer Seven. Yep. (laughs) I haven't even heard of this last one. Oh, that's because it didn't come out. Okay. Uh, is it like a bird name or some kind yeah. of there's like a, yeah there's, there's a bird in there <laughs> i want to say is it a bird and a color uh no okay <laughs> so <I was> gonna... <laughs> uh how about the same idea and speculated that the game may have been retooled as a new kid icarus title oh oh it was like the legendary wings fucking thing it was like because it was like the the spiritual reboot of Legendary Wings or whatever the fuck it was. Ah, black canary, blue pelican. Like I just it, it keep coming <laughs> to so color close. and bird. You're so close. It's uh, dead phoenix. Okay, dead. I would I would phoenix. not have gotten dead phoenix. Oh, I'm surprised you were, you yeah. were very close. Yeah, like black canary is very close to dead phoenix. Well. 
we all still love and, and cherish all five of the Capcom And it works. Uh, those games never came to any other platform, <laughs> and Capcom uh, helped the GameCube become the world's uh, dominating platform, as it is to this very day. It has a handle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that was a ridiculous thing uh, back then, because, like, if you were looking at games as a multi-platform thing and, and all this other stuff, like, like it, was, it was definitely a case of like there were fans of the GameCube that were like that that Capcom 5 thing became very much like a fanboy kind of thing that people latched onto. And I think that everyone else just looked at it and went like, well, okay, yeah, I mean, they're making some GameCube games. Cool, whatever. Like it's <laughs> right. This is not a big deal. <laughs> like it's, I remember seeing like an ad in Nintendo Power or something with like, you know, like five GameCube controllers or something. It was just like this holy shit look at this yeah this i guess they, the... they did kind of market into it uh, at some point didn't they yeah i mean so they had maybe to for yeah, like a moment yeah, yeah and then they realized oh right yeah four yeah we're, we're only getting four of these and look a bad win in chat just said pno3 is just boneless vanquish which yeah. is fucking yeah pno3 is i still have a pair of pno3 glasses that they sent out it's like you know like those yellowish tinged kind of shooting glasses or whatever that have the piano three logo on the side uh, piano three i remember being a bad game beautiful joe i remember being a good game that was maybe not as good as everyone made it out to be beautiful joe yeah yeah i liked it it's but cool. i would, would never like really go back it to is it. very stylish it is very cool it is not uh some incredible video game yeah. it's it's it, i would like to see that character come back in some form i guess but uh, yeah. He was cool in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Okay. Yeah. Sure. He did the, like, you know. Yeah. He did, he did his thing. His henchin to go. Yeah. yeah. And then he turned into like a blue Fred Durst when he ran out of power. Oh, yeah. He did. He, his normal mode was very Dursty. Yeah. He Dursts up pretty good. I watched um, a little film by the name of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift last night. Okay. I've heard of it. Uh, showing it to a few people for the first time. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten. So I remember the race scene at the beginning. He only races for pinks. It's, yep. it's your main character racing against the uh, the uh, fucking the dude from Home Improvement. Tool time. Yeah. The the tool time kid. Yeah. Um, and I forgot they play an entire Kid Rock song for that race. They do. They don't play they? all of yeah. a Bod with the Ba. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What What more would you want? What? Um, still holds up. It's a very good movie. Single-handedly carried by Han and oh, a little what? bit of little Bow Wow, but I th- I think the main character oh, is fine. He's so he's like an uncharismatic Paul Walker. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and Paul Walker is is already not hey, the most charismatic uh, man. In first, the world. Uh, rest in peace, Paul Walker. Uh, R.I.P. Also, you're totally right. I agree wholeheartedly. There's a, it's the movie with the fucking where they travel back in time and there's a castle. Black Knight? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> it's a Paul Walker movie um, where like it, it's like a group of people are trying to it's like Paul Walker's dad is missing it is, it is, as inferred by the line. But um, timeline. Okay, sure. Uh, but it's like the, the, it's like people are going like, oh, look at that castle. Oh, yeah. And then just like stoically fucking the, the most wooden level of acting imaginable. Paul Walker's, I wonder if my father's in there. And it's just <laughs> fucking <clears throat> good stuff. Um, He's also uh, the bad handsome jock guy and she's all that. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, we watched that too yesterday. We watched weird. I guess it's not two Paul Walker movies, but yeah. Um, I love Paul Walker. All right, P. Uh, what were we talking about? What is this? I don't know. You uh, wanna, you oh, wanna... the other games. Uh, Killer Seven. I have zero opinion on Killer Seven. I really, really I just, like Killer Seven. I've never, I've never had any take on it other than like, ah, they, they made that. Um, my mom walked in on me when the, in the sex scene nice. in that game. And then she sat down next to you and explained some things to you. Um, and that's how at age 19, I learned where babies came from. Wow. Uh, and Resident Evil 4, also a game I have very little opinion on. Pretty good. Eh, some people seem to really like it. I am largely indifferent. Um, the Capcom 5. God. Uh, 
Bamex says, uh, have you guys seen the prequel movie for Han called Better Luck Tomorrow? Yeah. Did you see? I've, I've really still good. not seen it. I, I always tell myself I'm going to. It's uh, it's funny. I, I can't remember if it's in the movie or if it was just in an, an interview I was watching with the director or whatever. But he's a smoker in that movie. Mm-hmm. And, right. and then yeah. he quits. Yes. And that's why he's always snacking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's good. It's like very kind of Hong Kong action. Um. Fun, fun, yeah, fun yeah. film. Uh, I've heard great things. Um, Do you know what I've heard? What else have you heard? I've heard that we have somebody on the phone right now. Okay. Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, hey, guys. It's Joe from Toronto. How's it going? It's going all right, Joe. What's on your mind? Um, well, if you could shrink any Mario character and place him or her in your pants pocket, who would you choose? Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks for the call. This is a really tough question. I've had obviously more time to think about it than you. And I feel like uh, the one I've chosen in my heart of hearts is Donkey Kong. Um, and mainly because I can like I, Donkey Kong is multi-use. He's strong. So if I need somebody to like hold the door open for me, I bet a mini DK could do that. Um, he like you can come out and do the Smash Brothers like ooh, taunt, uh, which is good. Um he probably got a banana. He could sing the DK rap. Or I guess he doesn't, he doesn't sing. sing the DK I, rap. I could sing the DK rap, and then when I get to the part about he's the leader of the bunch, I pull him out of my pocket yeah, and place him down. He starts doing like a dance. I mean, you could do that with an amiibo, but he just wouldn't do the dance. Yeah, he wouldn't do the dance. And I think the people at the party would probably still think you were just as cool <laughs> if you did that for them. So uh, my gut reaction was Wario. Yeah? Yeah. He's going to steal your wallet. He's going to give me bad financial advice. Uh, he's going to stink a garlic. Um, yeah, okay. Maybe now that I'm into this, maybe Wario's not the right choice. But, <laughs> but he's maybe the one you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. It's like a chain chomp. You know, Ooh, just hanging out yeah. like a chain wallet. We'll bring back chain wallets. <laughs> I'll put a chain chomp on the end of my wallet. Uh, and then anyone who does try to Wario my wallet uh, will get a fucking rude surprise. <laughs> Because I feel like a, t- a tiny pocket-sized chain chomp would still bite into you. That would still fucking suck. Yeah, it'd be like a like a like a chihuahua trying to bite. Yeah, you or like something. they make small knives, you know. Yeah, a small knife still cuts. Damn, that's deep. Yeah, that's. Uh, Did you learn that from the Game of Thrones? No, I learned it from Fifty Laws of Power, Fifty Cent's book. It's Law Forty Nine. Um. Tunic says garlic doesn't stink. All right. Well. He eats all the garlic. Yeah. So, well, garlic, well, classically a smell you want on your breath. Yeah. No one has ever made a joke about eating garlic and the smell of it. Um, Paul W. Graham says, the pollen in my area is trying to kill me. What can I do to strike back at nature? I just start rolling coal. You know, that's what everyone else is doing. <laughs> to throw some plastic bottles around. I don't know. That's, Hell Yeah. Um, start taking nasal spray every morning like the rest of us. I don't. I. I can't. I. I accidentally leaned back too far in the shower and got water up my nose, and it was like an ordeal. I can't handle fluids in my nose. Yeah, anything. I, I don't want. I don't want stuff going up my nose. Oh, it's nice. You get the really long ni- nose spray, and it goes oh. all the way up Even to the top. And then you about squeeze this makes it up. So it's bad. Like an explosion in your sinuses, and then you can breathe. It's but it's great. like anything going up my nose, it makes like it makes my eyes hurt just even thinking about it. Like like this this between the nose sinus like eyes area just hurts and burns when I even think about it. Uh I hope I don't have a brain parasite now. <laughs> uh have you ever wanted to get the that allergy test where they prick your back with all the yes. different things? Me too. Yeah. So many people I talk to are like are like, Oh, I really want to get that. Yeah. I would love to know. I would too. I get I have a weird I have a weird rash. Hang on, let me stand up. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, it's on, on my forearm. I will get a I will get a rash just on my the edge of my forearm, and it'll come and go like annually or so. And I just don't know what the fuck it's from. And it gets really itchy, and I scratch it. I scratch the shit out of it, which is not what you're supposed to do. But uh, this it's like the last four years or so. It's like a recent thing too. So I, I just I don't know. We changed detergents. I don't think we changed detergents. Anyway, that's my story about my rash. Okay, let me rephrase that. That's one of my stories about one of my rashes. 
Sean Wu asks uh, an easy, easily answered question. What's the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle to play as in all the video games? Best as in you're going to do the best? I mean, best, you know, it just says best here. To me, there's just, there's, you know, like if you're playing in a video game as a character, yeah. and you want the character to be good. Three, two, one, Donatello. Donatello. It's really, it's the only answer. So like, yeah, Donatello is the correct answer. Yeah. I could see a case being made for Michelangelo just because nunchucks are really cool. Depending on, I mean, if we're talking about a game that is like polygonal and 3D and stuff like that, where you range might be a little different, yeah. uh, you want the reach in a 2D game, I find. Oh, that, sorry, you yes. see, pokes that's, that fucking pole out there forever. About, yeah. Um, but, yeah, in, in in a game where you're going to do like spins and weird stuff like that, the nunchucks might be, yeah. might be all right. Like those are definitely the most stylish and and you know I, I played I played through the Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four Turtles in Time mm-hmm. probably fifty times as a kid yeah and let's say forty five of those were Donatello yep. a couple Leonardo's mm-hmm. I think a lot, Leonardo's like a close second yeah the swords two swords is fucking cool it's got a good range good and range. it's in some in some cases slightely faster so it's that's a decent trade off. Raphael, I think, is is by far the worst. Zero the times has is Raphael. Like, yeah, the Psy is fucking terrible. He's also just uh, rude. Yeah. They're all fun and cool, and he's just rude. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't like his attitude. Mm-mm. Bad attitude. Um, <sighs> let's see. Krebstar asks, is Rage 2 just a subdued blood dragon without the gimmick? Hmm. No, because they're they're not even really going for laughs. Like, if anything, it's a subdued Far Cry Five without the, you know, without a character, without without a story, without a heart, you know, right. something like that. Not the well, no, Far Cry Five. It has no. They already lost that by the time Five came around. Um, Pete Fick with a very important question: Why does Provolone only come in circles? Oh shit. I don't fucking know. Holy shit. I assume it's because it comes as like a big fucking ball, right? And they just cut the ball. Or yeah, it's a tube, yeah. But why? It doesn't have to. It could be a triangle. It could be a trapezoidal tube. Trapezoids. It's the hot shape for... Is that the shape of the year? Uh, shape of next year. It's, oh. it's tomorrow's shape today. <laughs> I'm partial to uh Circle great you're gonna love uh every profile picture uh image on the internet um let's see you want to take a call yeah let's take a call or sorry uh, uh, voicemail, voicemail yes it's like a call it's like a call that already happened and i can but read without it. all the social interaction Way better than a call. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Ben. Uh, it's Ron here in Dallas. Uh, I wanted to ask you a question, uh, mainly because you guys both have partners, and I wanted to know, what is the one thing that you're thankful that they introduced you to? Um, you kind of find out your hobbies, and they find out yours uh, during that process, and I want to know uh, what thing you weren't into that you are now very much into. Thanks. Bye. I think the thing for me that kind of springs to mind is my partner is much more artistic than I am mm. um, and has kind of helped push me in like I was I've always been quote bad at art like I'm, I was never good at drawing like ceramics is literally the only like artistic leaning thing that I've ever had fun with yeah but like because you were making pipes <laughs> Well, no, because on day one, Mr. Laub made it very clear that you are not allowed to make a pipe, a bong, or an ashtray in his class, and if he sees it, he will shatter it. Fair enough. And I will never forget that. And then he went on to play Grateful Dead records the whole class, so <laughs> that fucking hypocrite motherfucker, yeah. he, he, he uh, quit to abscond with the Spanish teacher because she owned a winery and got in, she became in charge of it and... That sounds like a way higher paying job yeah. than teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to deal with fucking high schoolers all day. Yeah. Um, no, but you have to deal with like fucking wine drunks, uh, yeah, fucking that's rookies. True. Um, but yeah, like, like I, I've, 
I like knitted for the first time and I, I've been used like fucking around with polymer clay and like 3D paper crafting and stuff like that that I would have never have gone out of my way to, and even like drawing just like sitting on the couch and like you know my partner brought like a big box of colored pencils and we're just like drawing what's on TV and shit together and that, that's been that's been really fun I can't draw for shit man yeah I still can't but yeah. I'm having a little more fun with it All because right. that was uh, when I, I bought my iPad and I got the Apple pencil with it and my big idea was like I'm gonna draw stuff fuck it man uh, and my drawing skills have not improved since I was like 12. I can still draw things that are not curved. So it's a lot of robots. Lot yeah. Of robots. Yeah. A lot of robots. Hell yeah. Um, for me, I think it's probably, um, health related stuff, you know, just, uh, helping me find ways to integrate not being a complete fucking bag of garbage into my life. Sure. Uh, it's been has been good. Like, hey, quinoa is actually all right. <laughs> hey, here's, you know, maybe your back would hurt less if you did this sometimes. That's yeah. what, that sort no, of that stuff. No, that rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's 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 been pretty good for me. Um Uh Brinty writes in and says two of the indie game bundle sites I've used before now seem to send me nothing but emails about their new hentai porno bundles every week. Is this the ultimate fate of the non-humble bundle sites falling back on them porno dollars? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I'm just going to say yes. You know, pornography decides the fate of all industries. Yeah. So so goes the porno. So go the uh, rest. So goes the rest of us. <laughs> I think that's how you say that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't. There are no guy, and and I'm gonna say this without having done the research. So maybe someone will someday prove me wrong, and I hope that they do. There are no good porno video games. Oh boy. Let me think about that. I haven't played a lot of them, and the ones that I've played are pretty bad. Pretty fucking bad. They're the, you know it's it's the same reason why like like pornography doesn't have a lot of plot anymore, <laughs> and when it did, it was typically not well acted compared to non pornographic movies. It's because you're not there for that; you're there for the porno. But I think there's a market for high quality trappings around the porno because if you want porn, it's everywhere. You fucking stumble into porn. I accidentally look at porn multiple times a day because this oh, is yeah. the internet. You, somebody you've followed in middle school faved a tweet. Yeah. With, from the account Big Jug Haver 67. Yeah. Because they couldn't get 69. No, I couldn't. So I got 67. Uh, so, you know, like I, I, it seems like if you did the work to be like, hey, what if we actually made a good thing and then it was also porn? But then at that point, you're like, well, why would we limit the audience? It costs us a lot of money to make this good thing. Why would we limit our audience by putting the porn in it? So then they don't put the porn in it. I guess that's the, the probably the actual answer, isn't it? Yeah, that's the sad truth. Yeah. There's a lot of really fucking terrible games with nudity on Steam. There's a lot of them. And I imagine that, yeah, the, these bundle sites and stuff like that. Um, uh, Brinty also disagrees and says uh, that uh, there are some good Mahjong games with porno and also some weird JRPG. Those aren't good. You know, like adhering to the rules. Of, I, I guess I, I guess I wouldn't know what makes a good Mahjong game, but I would assume that they all, most of them, I'm sure there are some, but most of them adhere to the actual rules of Mahjong. Right. Is it playable Mahjong? And from there it becomes like, okay, well, these controls are funky because they were built for an arcade Mahjong controller with all the buttons, with all the buttons. The best uh, Mahjong game is uh, Yakuza. Hmm. Do you actually have to play it there? Do they teach you how to play it? Yeah, or, uh, I learned oh. how to do it for the trophy. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Billy Mays R.I.P. says, any plans to review uh, bar top porn games? Uh, no, as an owner of a bar top porn game, no. Maybe we can hold out hope for um, Pussy 4. Maybe that'll be the good, the first good Maybe one. Maybe that'll be the good one. 3 was not. No. Um. 
You got anything uh, down on that end? Sure. How about a uh, voicemail? I would love a voicemail. Look at me, the voicemail lover. Hey, what's up? I'm just here at my mom's Mother's Day brunch getting tore up on limoncello and Prosecco. Well, I got a couple questions for you. First, do you think with the prevalence of digital media, uh, we'll see special editions like figurines and shit like that falling out of style, or at least becoming less common? And second, what is your favorite restaurant-specific treatment of food or, like, condiments or whatever? For me, it's Bobvik's orange sauce down here in sunny San Jose. Uh, anyways... Day the mother be with you. Chill. Thanks, dude. Uh, so yeah, we we kind of already talked about the first part a little bit uh, with like controllers and stuff. But, yeah. Like, it's weird because it's getting like smaller but bigger, I feel like. Like look at right. the Red Dead thing. The Call of Duty has kind of gone all out with their limited edition. Well, I think they do. Like Call of Duty went through a wave where they were doing it less, right? Because they for a while it was like, hey, you get, and I still have these in my fucking garage, actual working night vision goggles. Yeah, or like a drone. Yeah, uh, and and I think they've gotten away from that a little bit. Like Mortal Kombat 11 had the big scorpion mask thing. Um, Titanfall 1, man, had a Titan that was like, Fucking huge. Like feet. It was like 250 bucks. Damn. For a game in a new franchise. Like kind of a bold stance to take. Um, so I, I think maybe some of that stuff goes to being just sold separately. And we've seen like GameStop is practically running on game memorabilia now, right? I mean, like there's so much shit out there. Hot Topic has all this Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. Like there's just so much more hey, buy this thing about a game right. uh, than there used to be, whether it's uh, clothing or soundtracks. Or just, there's just way more game merchandise now than there was. Um, so they don't have to sell it alongside the game. They can they can do deals and sell that stuff separately and, and, and all of that. And I think that's kind of cool. I don't necessarily want much of it, but I think it's kind of cool that they do it uh, for people that, that do. I did get a... Um, a Sarah Bryant uh, in polygonal style, like Virtua Fighter looking oh. like a little fig. I think it's a Figma little figurine. No, sure. it's not a Figma. Anyway, it's some kind of little figurine um, that I then got and went like, oh, right, I don't have a place to put this and you know, <laughs> did never took it out of the box. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are mentioning Funko Pops because, yeah, I mean, that's the, the sad truth is that a lot of it trends towards the fucking very bottom. Yeah. And as we've established, the very bottom is fucking Funko Pops. God. So. I bought a, I think it's a Nen, Nen, Nendroid. Droid. Yeah. Those are better than Funko Pops. Yeah. I bought a Nendroid. Of what? Of like an Overwatch? Close. It's me, so. Of a Dota? Yeah. It's techies. I didn't know they made those. It comes out in October. Oh, okay. I still I ordered my um my laid back camp figure from Crunchyroll and I think it's, it's supposed to come out this month. Oh shit. So I wonder if I'm going to get that. I just remembered that. I'd completely forgotten about that. I ordered that fucking billion months ago. Um Axel Manana or Manana, I don't know. Uh, which futuristic video game universe do you reckon has the best takeaway food? Who's got the best Ooh. like fucking drive-throughs or, yeah. or to-go food in the games game, in the futuristic games game? GTA is probably pretty good. It's not futuristic though. You mean like you mean future fast food? Well, uh, is, wait, which okay, futuristic what? video game universe mm, has the best? Has the, has the best takeaway take food. Takeaway food. Hmm. Who are we working with? Okay. StarCraft's bad. Um, Deus Ex might be all right. Because it's, it's just, gonna, that's just still just regular society. So it's probably yeah. just whatever we have now plus 20 years. It's going to be something where like there are monsters, but not like 
there's obviously still a society, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm imagining like Monster Hunter takeout. That's not futuristic, but I bet it tastes really fucking good. Do you think there are to-go restaurants selling Monster Hunter monster parts in the world of Monster Hunter? I think you could go to that like Plaza Hub World area and get like a Lego, I, I, Lego I, I whatever. That, I guess that counts. Lego Raytheon. No, Raytheon is not a Monster Hunter monster. They're a defense contractor. It's, I mean, pretty much the same thing. Um, Ooh, Beyond Good and Evil. That's it. I think I think that's a great one. Take your hovercraft through a drive-thru. And- yeah. Get some fucked up looking ramen. Yeah. Flashback. That city in Flashback, <laughs> I bet, has some some decent bad... Uh, basically, any cyberpunk thing is going to have fucking like... Because cyberpunk fiction is what it is, they're all going to have some kind of chow mein. Yes. Some kind of chow mein and some kind of bug <laughs> yeah, food. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's like chow mein, but with bugs. Yeah. Um... Someone says uh, Fantasy Star Online. Oh, yeah. Monster Hunter is not futuristic by any stretch. Says Big Knife. Not at all. Or maybe it is. I mean, you know, Star Wars, not futuristic because it happened a long, long time ago. That's right. And they're in space. Anything can be anything if you think about it. What? You heard me. Dude. Anything can be anything. What? If you think about it. Can I be the concept of grief yes <gasps> if you think about it you can be. there you go you're doing it you're doing it you're doing it grieve me up a voicemail <laughs> okay hey seth and ben eric in virginia here uh out in a hike and started to get really rainy so i'm kind of just looking for someone to talk to you um, Virginia has a lot of great theme parks, and I really love going to the theme parks. Something about roller coasters and fried food and just like a fun atmosphere. So I was wondering if uh, you guys had any history with theme parks and uh, if that's something you guys enjoy. Have a good one. Not a ton of theme parks around here. Yeah, I mean, Marine World or Discovery Kingdom, as they call it now, was pretty much it. There was the Six Flags in somewhere that I went to on a field trip once. But uh, I I think I think that's the Discovery. I think that's oh, that is that one. It's I think it's just had a few names over the years. I would Uh, say uh, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Oh yeah, is kind of up there in the same vein. They got some rolly coasters. Yeah. Uh, and, the, you know, the food is, like, comparable. You can get a funnel cake. You can get a mm-hmm. big old hunk of meat. I used to really like going to the fair, just like the county fair or whatever, and watching the demolition yeah. derby. Yeah. Uh, and Sonoma County Fair, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I, I haven't really been, you know, I, I, I went to Disneyland two or three times, and uh-huh. I just don't. I never really, when I was a little kid, maybe it was fine. But the last time I went was like not long after I got out of high school. And I think we're just like, man, I did not need to come on this trip. Uh, I went to Disneyland once, but I got sick. Really? Why? I ate some bad food or something. Oh, wow. Like a food poisoning thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was throwing up a lot and I didn't actually get to go to the park. I don't know if I've ever told this story. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, That doesn't sound familiar. Uh, and I went to Magic Mountain, which is also down there. Uh, and I went on a, a roller coaster that um, I was too tall for it. And so the the head, like neck protection stopped at like oh, yeah. mid neck. And so every time this roller coaster went around a turn, I basically was getting whiplash. And my back hurt for about a month afterwards. Nice. It was f- fucking bad. <laughs> Um, it was a bad, it was a bad fucking time, man. I had a, I had a bad time at that place and I had a bad time yeah. at historic. <laughs> right. And I guess I went to Knott's Berry farm, uh, once when it, cause it's so close to Disneyland. We went there once and I think I panned for gold. Cause I think that's the thing they have you do there. Did I you get any jelly. I don't probably <laughs> when I was a kid, I got way into orange marmalade, which Ugh. I had when I was down there. 
either at Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm. And then for the longest time, for like a couple of, well, not maybe not the longest time, but for a while there, I wanted more orange marmalade and in, instead of like a strawberry jam on anything. And then I think I grew out of that and had some orange marmalade not that long ago. I was like, this is fucking disgusting. Bad. I had it too for the first time in a really long time. And it's just gross. It's gross. Yeah. It's, it wasn't, it was not good. It wasn't, it was not good. Um, let's see here. Uh, Hornet says, did you see steam's latest blog post about positive review bombs? I have not. No. Uh, that's a weird one, but I guess, yeah, that, that must happen. Right. Um, what if mad cats made a porno controller for fucking, I mean, they could, it's the, Novent Falcon is still out there. Um, the the I guess the positive review bomb became a thing after uh, Assassin's Creed Unity gave away, or the, Ubisoft gave away Assassin's Creed Unity free on Uplay. Uh, one of the unforeseen consequences of this giveaway were that players who already owned the game on Steam decided to leave positive reviews for the game, not just in memory of the fire, but also showed the gratitude of use up blah 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 blah. This doesn't technically count as a review bomb, but it's the same sort of thing. Uh, it's not uncommon for us to see context changes around a game that result in changes to the game's popularity, but are those games actually better or worse than after the context changes? Should that be reflected in the views, review score? What do you think? It's kind of like, what do you think? Let us know. Yeah. Hmm. It's a tough one. I mean, ideally, you want a review to serve as like a, hey, should I buy this game? Yes or no. And uh, I would tend to want to keep that to factors in the game itself with, you know, some some circumstantial things around a game's development sometimes coming into play. So, you know, include the information, but I don't know that I would use or use it to make a make a decision. But in this case, you've got users that are reviewing it only because of that happening. And, and I could see wanting to... Um kind of clamped down on that a little bit i scrolled down to the comments on the on the post and literally the top thing is that's great and all but can you actually compete with epic great yeah they're gonna start working on that i think they that guy convinced them that they should uh compete reading i i you know like i twitter's a bad time yeah make no mistake but like reading the replies that some people get on twitter uh to anything they write about ever um like just you just like man why twitter just seems like a, an extra bad time for some people that are like in like let's say you are working for epic and every single thing you tweet no matter what it's about is people going like yeah but could you fix Fortnite? yeah but could you give me some v like hey free free v bucks here but it just becomes this fucking mess yeah uh Reminds me of that. Uh, Waterfall Voyeur asks, what game do you think would benefit most from the Blood Dragon treatment? I keep leaning towards Dead Rising. Ooh. Yeah, what do you think could use like that kind of like, hey, we're doing this kind of tongue-in-cheek, lighthearted, like stylized, uh, like maybe not even necessarily like the kind of neon 80s thing because I think that kind of ran its course uh, in, in the time following Blood Dragon and, and a lot of the other kind of like synth wavy kind of game stuff that well whatever that stuff's still happening it's not it's not done but it's been a lot of it uh but who what what do you think could use that kind of thing they they did that dead rising um it's like dead rising plus ex ultra whatever right. like there was that dlc where they were like hey fuck it you can play as m bison or, or wear this costume and do stuff and and made it kind of wacky and more capcom oriented as opposed to just like a dead rising dlc i thought that was neat but not that much fun yeah it was like a really cool idea and then in, in practice i'd like to see like a resident evil without like i would like to see like the gameplay of a of an re4 or something uh but without any of the seriousness just like a kind of like all the like all your favorite guys and girls are out on this weird island and it's like fun and goofy but there's zombies and like it's weird and over the top and mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my answer. Yeah. Hmm. 
wonder if like Halo or Gears or something would be. Like if you just removed the context of it. At some point though, that just like, like the tone of that gets almost grating in a way where it's just like, all right, it's Gears of War, but now there's an announcer that goes sick every time you chainsaw somebody. Like I, I, maybe that only goes so far, like that type of vibe. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Dead Rising, yeah, you could probably do more with Dead Rising, uh, but Dead Rising is already kind of light and weird in its own in its own special way. Uh, Axel Manana with another follow up. Yeah, we didn't talk about this. Uh, so Ukes. Hmm. Uh, the developers of the wrestling game every year forever. Uh, the, the, the WWE games have been bad for a very long time. That's right. Uh, asks, uh, since Ux is making another different wrestling series to create internal competition, what style of previous wrestling game would you prefer it emulates? Also, how big should Fred Durst's in-game role be? Uh, his, his role cannot be understated. I mean, you yeah, saw I can only did. speak to that. Yeah, he, you saw. You know, you played Fight Club, so you know what Fred Durst can do for a video game. Um, I think it's an interesting idea. So, so the the gist of this is like they make that wrestling game every year, uh, and and they have to kind of make it a certain way to a certain extent because they have to make one every year. So they have another team internally in parallel making a different wrestling game. So let's them kind of com- test out some competing ideas, yeah, and and hopefully make these games better. Uh, I don't know. If we, I I don't remember if it was something that they were going to ship. If they're like, hey, we're making another wrestling game and we're going to put it out in Japan, or if it was just like we're doing it to do it and it'll be a a tech test that you know rolls into the WWE game someday. Um, anything that changes those games up, I think, is is only a, a positive thing. Um, in terms of emulating a style of a previous wrestling game, I don't I don't want to see any of that, honestly. Like I don't want to go back to the Aki style. I don't want to Saturday know. Night Slam Masters. Yeah. Uh with the I actually, you know, I guess the possible exception there I would say is WWE All Stars, um, which was like a very arcadey game uh that was like very fun to play, very like fun and competitive and and goofy. Um Actually, I would like to see. Uh, I think it was called WWE Immortals. Yeah, the mobile game. Yeah, um, from the Mortal Kombat mobile developers, where they just had all these wrestlers, but gave them all these wild skins and all this other stuff. So it's, you know, just like all these crazy outfits and and just like made it into a fighting game. I, I would like to see a a fighting game, a two D side view fighting game with wrestlers, but not like Slam Masters, like a walk up and down thing. I mean, pure fighting game. Everyone's a grappler. Wrestling, yeah, all grapplers. Just wrestling, just wrestling, and and the ropes bounce. You know, yeah. If you walk to the edge of the screen, you can bounce back in, and everyone can do wall bounces and all that other weird shit. I think that'd be cool. Another rumor going around here. Arjun N says, uh, "There's a." Uh, I don't know if you saw this, asking our thoughts on the rumored From Software George R.R. R. Martin Norse mythology game. I've got no, nothing. Yeah. That, uh, did you hear that this was uh, going around? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like Norse mythology. I'm, I'm largely indifferent about From's all things except for From in this equation. <laughs> um, I don't, yeah. George R.R. R. Martin, I don't, he does not interest me. Norse mythology. Jar Jar Martin. Jar Jar Martin does not interest me. Um, Norse mythology, not super high on my list either. And it sounds like all the debate is around um, what his involvement actually is. Whether it was like someone ran by him and he went like, "Yeah, I don't know, that sounds okay," or whether you know someone's like saying he's the lead writer. Like it's just yeah, that stuff's all over the place. Um, Boy asks, any plans to pay a visit to PAX Australia at all? No. No, that's that's not something we plan for. That's something that comes our way. Um, and we have to evaluate if it makes sense to go. Uh, there have been a couple of times where we almost went. Dan and I almost went the year the Switch launched. We were talking about it. Um, but it fell through. Um and that's the last time it's come up. So I, I, I just, you know, it's it's really hard. It's a, it's a very long flight at a very bad time of the year to go do that stuff. 
um, kind of right in the middle of all the games coming out and stuff. So, uh, you know, never say never, but it's, it's you know, like th- th- this is not that's not a conversation I would have until probably September when someone goes like, hey, do you have any interest to go to PAX Australia? And, and then I go like, I guess if we can make this work and this work and this work and then it falls apart and then it doesn't happen. So, um, doubt it. Uh, almost certainly not this year, I'll say as well. Um, you got any other uh, voicemails down there for I me? don't Hell have any yeah. in the can. Um, can you pull one out of the Five can? Five voicemails, Jeff? You heard, yeah, that's Jesus. An unprecedented number of voicemails. You gave it the real phone number this time. Okay, so. I'm just going to click yeah. and really just briefly make sure it's not racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, this literally starts with Ben this probably isn't good for the podcast perfect I want it okay Ben this probably isn't good for the podcast but I'm trying a rockstar pure zero zero calorie lemonade Um, I already cracked it before I called because I'm a dum-dum here goes Okay. Nowhere as near as bad as I thought it was going to be. You win this round. A glowing review. Wish I could remember the context for that because that very much sounds like a, like a response to something we said. I think you talked about wanting energy drink stuff because oh, I was yeah. I was talking about bangs and rain and all yeah. the other new shit. Energy and, drink reviews. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the Pure Zero lemonade. It is not the Rockstar Recovery lemonades. This is sure. the 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 regular lemonade is is lightly carbonated. I've not seen it around lately. Now that I think about it, um, there's a flavor of Rockstar that I got in Southern California that I've seen up here in very limited quantities. I thought it was gone, and then they had some down there, and then I bought two of them, drank one, and then left the other one in the fridge of a hotel room. And it's like a hashtag. The flavor is a fucking hashtag. Gross. I hate that. It's like a fruity, but it's like, it's just hashtag TFMR. You know, it's like, I don't know what the fuck it means. Right. It was some kind of, I think it was, we determined that it was the, um, fruit. Uh, it was the names of the four fruits that made up the flavor. Oh, sure. And I thought it was pretty good, but I'd never see it anywhere. So, I don't get to have it. Uh, Carpet DMT says, worst case scenario, you could pre-record the quest footage. Yeah, it, do, it does have the... So the Oculus Quest, you can you can record footage directly to the device and then export it after the fact too. Um, which, you know, if we if we can't get it to export. I, I was thinking like, oh, I'll use the iPad because maybe that'll be a higher resolution or a better thing to do. But like the Oculus app on the iPad is uh, not an iPad app. It's just a fucking blown up iPhone app. Like you can still do the grow shrink thing. It still has that button in the corner that no apps have anymore. Um, so yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll figure out a way to get a video out of that thing. It's not. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll whether we pre-record it or, or live stream it to Facebook and capture that live stream or something stupid like that. That's probably bad. It'd probably be a double encode. Probably look like shit. Um, or just you know, hey, plugging HDMI out into a phone and then capturing it that way we, we've got options we'll we'll run through them and find one and, and do something with that thing uh and uh yeah i, I want to play i need to play the rest of the games i want to play some of the stuff that just came out today because there's like four or five games that i think just came out today for the first time and i haven't really tried much of those because i've you know played super hot and some of the other stuff that's been around um I think it's pretty good. I, I will. We'll see. There's a there's a thing I saw. Well, I, I guess I can't talk about it. I told Ben about it. There's a thing I'm pretty excited about. It's a, a VR game that I saw. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah. And I think that's going to do it for oh. us here today. Us here today. Us. Welcome to us here today. Where we take your calls. Where we took your calls. And we played your voicemails and we took your questions. Wait, Pete Fick with one last question. He's ordering Buffalo Wild Wings right now. What sauces should he get? He can pick two. Garlic, 
the garlic one, and then you want a spicy one to go to balance that out. Um, hmm. I like a barbecue and a yeah. spicy buffalo. Yeah, go with spicy buffalo. That's classic. Yeah. I feel like that'll that'll go well with the garlic. Yeah, garlic and spicy buffalo. That's probably a good mix. This song sucks. I can barely hear it down here. It's not pumped up in my good. headphones. It's called Chain Daisy. What? Manic old school gothic rock with dark guitars and untamed lead solo. That's what we do here. We got an untamed lead solo for that ass. <laughs> Whoa. You had a look on your face that like you had just suddenly hated that song times 10, but then you were just sneezing. Yeah. We'll be back next week uh, with more uh, show. E3 is fucking damn near upon us. It's uh, it's spooky and scary just how close E3 is now. Ah! Um, I gotta do laundry. Me too. Let's go do laundry. All right. See you next time.